Welcome to Sleepy Voyages. Tonight we traverse the ancient world, a place where myths and legends shape the very essence of life. Odysseus, the renowned hero of the Trojan War, finds himself on a journey that challenges not only his strength, but also his wit. This journey is not just one of physical travel across the vastness of the sea, but a deeper exploration of human nature, resilience and transformation with every wave that the ship encounters. There's a lesson, a trial or a wonder that awaits. It's a time when gods and mortals intermingle, where destinies are not merely foretold, but are shaped with every choice made. The Trojan War may have ended, but for our hero, another equally formidable quest has begun. Before we tuck you in tonight, Voyages of the Night Sky, we have a small but crucial request. As your eyelids grow heavy and the soothing tones of sleepy voyages guide you to the realm of dreams, remember the peace, serenity and comfort that we bring to you every night just as a lighthouse guides lost ships. In the darkness, your reviews help other restless dreamers find their way to us. By leaving a review and sharing your thoughts on your experience, you are reaching out to other insomniacs lost in the night guiding them towards restful sleep. Take a moment before you drift away to click on the leave a review button on your podcast app. Help us extend our galaxy of tranquility to all those who seek the solace of sound sleep and once you've done that, feel free to slip back under the covers of our sleep stories, ready to be whisked away on another sleepy voyage. Remember, your stars light the way for others. Every review, every rating helps us create a bigger more beautiful universe of peace and rest. Odysseus, with his yearning to return home, yet it's within these very challenges that his character is refined. 
the vast Mediterranean with its unpredictable temperament serves not just as a backdrop, but almost as a character in itself in this world where mortals are mere playthings of the gods. Odysseus navigates not only the treacherous waters, but also the intricate web of divine politics and emotion, the Odyssey as it unfolds is as much a tale of a man's voyage across the sea as it is his journey within. Prepare to embark on this ancient journey to witness wonders beyond imagination and to introspect along with Odysseus, discovering truths that are as relevant today as they were then. The Mediterranean waves, ancient and timeless, rhythmically caress the time-worn side of Oseus' ship. Each ebb and flow tells tales as old as time itself, whispering secrets no only to the deep blue, the sea in its vastness holds both the allure of adventure and the promise of home as the sun casts its golden rays upon its shimmering surface. The sailors aboard the vessel feel the steady pulse of the waves, a lullaby sung by Mother Nature herself. Every rise and fall of the boat is synchronized with the heartbeat of the sea, creating a dance that has been perfected over millennia. The sound of seagulls punctuates the air, their cries echoing stories of sailors long gone and lands yet undiscovered. Far in the horizon, where the azure of the sky meets the depth of the ocean, one can almost glimpse the tantalizing silhouette of lands filled with myths and legend. With the sun glistening on the water's surface, it casts fleeting golden pathways beckoning one to journey further into the heart of this ancient world. Each gust of wind carries with it the scent of salt, of adventure and of memories waiting to be made. On board, the sails flutter gracefully, catching every breath of the breeze propelling the ship towards its next chapter in a story that has captivated listeners for generations. The tales of Odysseus in all their glory and wisdom 
often carry with them enigmatic landscapes that transcend time. Imagine a vast expanse blue where the sky and ocean blend seamlessly, leaving one to wonder where one ends and the other begins. In this vast canvas, islands dot the horizon, each holding its own unique story, a testament to both man's adventure and nature's whims. Some of these islands whisper of treasures hidden deep within, waiting for the brave and the curious. Others murmur tales of danger, luring sailors with promises of beauty and enchantment, only to reveal a darker side. There are islands where gods and mythical creatures play their part, teaching mortals lessons that they carry with them forever. It is upon these islands that our hero Odysseus would land, each visit scripting another chapter in his epic voyage. Each island dances to the tunes of fate and free will, just like the rhythm of a heart. This dance forms the underlying pulse of all of Odysseus' encounters. Every twist, every turn, every choice made on these islands reflects the eternal play between destiny and decisions. As the waves touch the shore of these islands, they not only bring with them the cool embrace of the sea, but also tales of yesteryears and prophecies of what's to come. Be prepared to embark on a journey through these mystical islands, navigating through tales of wonder, wisdom, and intrigue. Each story, though woven thousands of years ago, resonates with life's lessons that remain timeless, beckoning listeners like you to find meaning and solace. The world of the Odyssey is one where every horizon holds a new adventure and every dawn brings with it the scent of the unknown. Odysseus and his men, weary from their travels, found themselves drawn to an island that shimmered in the embrace of the Cerulean Aegean. This island wasn't just any landmass rising from the sea, but an oasis of calm, promising rest to tired souls. Its bay was like a crescent moon, 
curved gently, cradling the waters with a tenderness only nature could craft. These waters sparkle, each wave reflecting the azure skies, appearing like millions of sapphires gleaming in the sun. The gentle sound of the waves lapping against the ship's hull, whispered tales from epics gone by, every ebb holding a secret, every flow, a promise moving beyond the bay. The island revealed green meadows stretching as far as the eye could see. These meadows weren't just green, emerald, olives, and jades danced together, kissed by the golden sun, swaying with the rhythm of the gentle breeze. If the meadows were a painting, the beaches were poetry, white sands that felt like powdered sugar beneath one's feet, leading to the tranquil waters that bore the shade of a clear morning sky. The beaches were silent, save for the occasional song of a seabird or the rustle of grass in the distance. Every grain of sand, every blade of grass seemed to be in harmony, creating an atmosphere of utter serenity. It was an island where time seemed to pause, where the burdens of the past felt light, and the worries of the future seemed distant. Truly, this was an island of wonder, waiting to be explored, promising tales of old, and adventures anew upon the shores of this mesmerizing island. Curiosity bubbled within Odysseus and his brave crew. They felt a magnetic pull beckoning them to explore beyond the sandy beaches and rolling meadows that met their eyes. Forming a small team, Odysseus chose a dozen of his bravest men their hearts filled with wonder and anticipation. Together they trekked inland, their steps synchronized with the whispering winds and the chirping cicadas. The path took them across gentle slopes, adorned with wild flowers of colors so vivid they seemed to have been painted by the gods themselves. Soon, a mysterious formation drew their attention. The cave's mouth beckoned them, and they could not resist its lure. Inside, it was cool and shadowed. A stark contrast to the sun-bathed world outside. Their eyes adjusted slowly 
revealing a treasure trove of nature's bounty. There were wheels of cheese, stacked neatly, aging to perfection, alongside massive amphoras filled with wine. Nearby, lambs and goats rested. The soft sounds of their breathing harmonizing with the distant echoes of the cave. It was a storehouse, no doubt, possibly the dwelling of a shepherd or a wealthy islander. The sight of such resources filled the men with awe and a hint of mischief. How grand a feast they could have with such supplies at their disposal but caution held them back for a moment, pondering whose possessions these were and what their presence might invoke. Yet the pull of adventure was too strong. The crew decided to indulge, convinced that whoever owned these resources would be appeased with the tales of their long journey and the prospect of guest. Little did they know that this decision would set in motion a series of events forever imprinting this day in the annals of myth. The air cooled as evening draped its violet veil over the island. The sky transform from a radiant blue to a canvas of deep purples, shimmering golds, and soft dusky hues. Gently, the island's nocturnal creatures began to serenade the descending sun, lending a symphony of croaks, chirps, and rustlings to the backdrop. But this serene moment was soon to be disturbed. Odysseus and his men, while still within the confines of the cave, found their attention diverted to the sound of thudding footsteps, each one louder and more foreboding than the last. It was as if the very earth itself trembled under the weight, and then Casting a massive shadow at the cave's entrance, it arrived. The monstrous figure of Polyphemus, the Cyclops, loomed. A single, giant eye set in the middle of his forehead, glinted with a curious mix of rage surprise. This was no ordinary eye. It held depths of stories untold and gave off an eerie luminescence around him. The natural world seemed dwarfed, with trees appearing as mere shrubs and boulders like pebbles. His hair, wild and unkempt, cascaded down his back like a waterfall of midnight, and 
the muscles. They rippled under his sun-kissed skin, showcasing the immense strength he possessed. With every move he made, a gust of wind carried the salty scent of the sea, blended with the earthy aroma of the mountains. Polyphemus, after a few moments of assessing the unfamiliar faces in his cave, proceeded to push a mammoth boulder across the entrance. The sheer size and weight of the rock would have deemed it immovable by any regular man. Yet, with little to no effort, Polyphemus trapped Odysseus and his men inside, sealing their fate for the night that awaited. And as the last ray of sunlight vanished, darkness settled within the cave, punctuated only by the glowing eye of the Cyclops and the palpable tension in the air. The evening began like any other on the vast Grecian sea, with the sunset painting the sky in a dance of orange-pink and deep purples. As the shadows lengthened, the atmosphere around the islands started to shift. Outside, the world continued its descent into night. But inside that cave, a different kind of darkness enveloped them, one filled with dread and uncertainty. What would this formidable creature do next? What fate awaited these intruders in his domain? The sheer might of Polyphemus was evident and the feeling of vulnerability among the crew was palpable. Each man glanced at one another. Silently communicating their shared fear and the desperate hope for a way out. For now, they were at the mercy of the Cyclops, uncertain of the future and what it held for them. In a move as swift as it was horrifying, Polyphemus reached out, his gigantic fingers wrapping around two of Odysseus's men. What followed was a sight that would be seared into the memories of all who witnessed it. The mighty Cyclops, without hesitation, made a feast of the two sailors. The remaining men, frozen in horror, could only watch, praying they wouldn't be next. And in that dark cave, under the gaze of the Cyclops, a tale of courage and cunning was about to unfold. Odysseus, always one to think on his feet, hatched a plan. He reached into his bag, fingers brushing against the cool, 
exterior of a flask. This wasn't just any wine. It hailed from Ismaris, a gift from the Sicones. Odysseus knew its potency. With a deep breath, Odysseus approached the Cyclops. His heart pounded, but he cloaked his fear, his steps steady, and his voice unwavering. He presented the flask to Polyphemus, suggesting it as a token of goodwill. The Cyclops, with a mix of suspicion and curiosity, a single gulp turned into several. With each sip, the mighty creature's defenses waned. His single eye grew heavy, his movements sluggish. Odysseus and his men watched, their hopes rising as the once feared beast became increasingly docile. The wine was working its magic, pulling Polyphemus into a world of drowsy haze. It was the perfect blend of strategy and opportunity, showcasing Odysseus's ability to use wit over brute force. The stage was set for what was to come next. Odysseus' plan was in motion, and the fate of his crew hung delicately in the balance. Odysseus, ever the strategist, had a plan unfurling Polyphemus, having tasted the human delicacy. As a gesture of communication, he posed a question, expecting to learn more about his captive in a tone that echoed a blend of courage and cleverness. Odysseus responded, I am nobody. This self-designation was not out of modesty or despair. He understood the psychology of the creature he was dealing with and played into its limited understanding. By calling himself nobody, Odysseus created an illusion, a riddle that would baffle the Cyclops. He made himself both visible and invisible, tangible yet elusive, setting a stage for a future escape. Every name has power. It gives identity, a history, but in this moment, by being nobody, Odysseus ensured that he became everyone and no one at the same time. This masterstroke of wit was not just to protect himself. Names can often bind us, but in this tale, the absence of a name was the key to freedom. In life, sometimes the cleverest strategies arise. It's a testament 
to how, in situations of great peril, the human mind can craft the most ingenious solutions. In essence, this moment underlines the importance of adaptability, quick thinking, and the power of a name. Near the entrance of the cave, a hefty olive wood log lay untouched and seemingly insignificant. The crew, seeing Odysseus' determined gaze fix on it, together they hoisted it, their muscles straining under its immense weight. In the dim light, the men sharpened one end of the log to a deadly point. Silence filled the cave, broken only by the rhythmic sound of their tools sculpting the wood. Outside, the moon had reached its zenith, casting a silver glow, which seeped into the cave's entrance, illuminating their work. Polyphemus, in his inebriated state, snored deeply, completely unaware of the fate that awaited him. With the log prepared, Odysseus and four of his men held it aloft, using it as a makeshift battering ram. They counted their steps, and, in perfect unison, thrust the pointed end towards the giants. Only I, a gut-wrenching scream, echoed. The pain and rage of Polyphemus vibrating through the walls of the cavern. The eye, once a clear and singular vision of might, now lay clouded, ruined, and unable to see. Odysseus and his men had achieved the impossible. They had blinded the mighty Cyclops, and with it gave themselves a glimmer of hope for escape. Yet with this act, they had also ignited the wrath of a formidable adversary, setting in motion events that would test their mettle even further. Dawn broke with a hesitant light, casting gentle shadows over the trapped men inside the cave. The world outside was awakening, yet their fate still hung in balance. Odysseus, with the spark of an idea, surveyed the large woolly creatures that dotted the cave's floor. These sheep, owned by Polyphemus, were massive, with thick fleeces that hung almost to the ground. It struck Odysseus that these very creatures could be their ticket out. Each man was instructed to choose a sheep, particularly the largest they could find. Carefully, they tied themselves beneath the animals, 
ensuring they were well concealed. It was a gamble they had to trust in the thickness of the wall and the depth of Polyphemus' grief over his blindness. Every sound, every shuffle was a risk, yet beneath their woolly shields the men held on to hope when the morning came fully the sounds of the sheep grew restless signaling their need to graze polyphemus despite his anguish felt his duty to care for his flock he groaned as he moved to the caves entrance, removing the boulder with heavy, labored motion, but as each sheep exited, he felt their backs, ensuring only animals left the cave, Odysseus clinging beneath his chosen sheep. Time seemed to stretch, the moment lingering as if holding its breath, and then the touch passed. One by one, each man successfully evaded the Cyclops' notice. Outside the cave, sunlight kissed their faces, but there was no time to bask in freedom. The men silently untied themselves from their woolly saviors, casting one last look at the cave that nearly became their tomb. They knew they were not entirely safe yet, but for now they'd won a hard-fought battle. Using wit and ingenuity, Polyphemus remained oblivious to the great escape unfolding. It was a testament to both the brilliance of Odysseus and the limitations that arrogance and anger can impose on one's perceptions. For every giant, no matter how powerful, has a vulnerability, and every hero, no matter how beleaguered, has the capacity for ingenious strategy. The escape from the cave was not the end of their trial. Freedom seemed just within reach, but between them and their ship was the vast open expanse of the meadow. Odysseus, their leader, scanned the terrain, calculating their chances. Each second Outside the cave, increased the risk. The men's feet were heavy with fear, yet they needed to be swift and silent. The sun began its ascent, casting longer shadows on the ground, as if pointing the way to their ship. Birds started their morning melodies, oblivious to the drama unfolding beneath them. They moved, a band of shadows darting from one hiding spot to another, 
their hearts in their throats. Odysseus signalled for them to split into smaller groups, dispersing their footprints and confusing any trackers. Some of them took a moment to look back at the cave, realizing how close they had come to becoming the Cyclops' next meal. Memories of their fallen comrades fueled their determination to reach the ship and warn the others. The smell of salt in the air grew stronger as they approached the shoreline, a stark contrast to the night's earlier horrors. As they neared their ship, they saw their crewmates anxiously scanning the horizon, relief flooding their faces upon recognizing them. One by one, each man boarded, embracing their fellow sailors, sharing quick, whispered accounts of their nightmarish encounter. The sails were hoisted, and the ship began its departure. Leaving behind the island and its monstrous inhabitants, the open sea beckoned them forward, but the shadow of the Cyclops would forever remain etched in their memories. The sun glistened over the Mediterranean, its golden touch bestowing the fleeing ship with a brilliance that mirrored the euphoria of its occupants, Odysseus stood at the helm, the salt air tangling his hair and the taste of impending freedom teasing his senses. The monstrous figure of Polyphemus, now just a silhouette against the backdrop of his island, was growing smaller in the distance. Victory sang in Odysseus' veins, and he felt invincible, as if touched by the gods themselves. Yet, sometimes, the headiness of triumph can lead even the wisest of men down a path they might later regret. Odysseus, filled with a mix, an exhilaration couldn't resist one last interaction with the bested giant. He turned his ship to face the shore and cupped his hands around his mouth, ready to let his voice sail across the waters. In case you wonder who bested you, he shouted. Know that I am Odysseus, son of Laertes, the pride of Ithaca, the satisfaction of having his name, his true identity, known to the creature he had just outwitted, was intoxicating. But with those words, he unknowingly 
sowed, the seeds of further challenges and trials that lay ahead in his voyage. For, in his moment of exultation, Odysseus had forgotten one crucial thing. The true strength of a cyclops isn't just in his physical might, but in the connections he holds with powers greater than mere mortals. He had just revealed his identity, not just to Polyphemus, but to the gods and the vast universe itself. And in the realm of gods and monsters, names carry power, a power that can be a double-edged sword. One should remember that sometimes Silence holds more strength than a shout of victory, especially when the journey is far from over. This act, driven by ego, bore heavy consequences. Polyphemus, though blinded, wasn't helpless. He recognized the voice that taunted him from the receding ship and his heart filled with rage, recalling that he was the son of Poseidon, the god of the sea. He raised his arms to the sky in supplication. The vastness of the sea echoed his pain. He beseeched his father Poseidon, lord of the ocean, if I am indeed your son, let this man, Odysseus, never reach his home. But if fate insists he must, let him return under strange sail, losing all comrades, and return to a household in distress. The sky darkened momentarily, signaling Poseidon's acknowledgement, Odysseus' voyage, already fraught with perils, now carried the weight of a god's displeasure. Inadvertently, the hero of the Trojan War had invited more obstacles and delays on his journey. This moment teaches us the price of pride the dangers of seeking glory at the expense of wisdom. In every victory, there is a lesson. After facing the wrath and mischief of the Cyclops, Odysseus and his crew sought safety and perhaps a bit of reprieve. Fate, with its unpredictable threads led them to a most peculiar island, one that seemed to hover rather than stand on pillars of land. This was no ordinary island. It was the domain of Aeolus, the gentle aid, old keeper of the wind with silver hair 
cascading down like waterfalls, and eyes reflecting the myriad blues of his boundless domain. Aeolus stood as an embodiment of nature's paradox. Powerful yet gentle, Odysseus, being a man of wisdom, approached Aeolus not with demands, but with tales, stories of Troy, of wooden horses, and of brave men lost to the sea, resonated in the vast halls of Aeolus, touched by Odysseus's journey. Aeolus felt inclined to aid the wandering king. From the vast corners of his kingdom, Aeolus summoned the wind. With an artistry passed down through ages, he harnessed them, capturing all but the gentle west wind into a meticulously crafted leather bag. It was a gift of unparalleled value, with only the west wind left free. It would gently push the ship towards Ithaca, guiding them to their long. The catch was simple. The bag must remain sealed until they reached Ithaca's shores. It seemed a straightforward task, yet fate has its own designs. As Ithaca's silhouette appeared on the horizon, and hope ignited in every sailor's heart curiosity. That age-old human trait reared its head. Whispers grew amongst the crew. What was in bag? Gold? Jewels? Or perhaps some divine elixir? The decision to open the bag would come at a cost. A gust. A storm. A whirlwind of chaos was unleashed. The very winds that were meant to guide them home now became the instruments of their dismay. And so the journey continued. A reminder that sometimes the answers we seek or the shortcuts we desire are not always what they seem. The tales of Odysseus spanning across myths and generations bring with them profound lessons wrapped in the cloak of adventures. The confrontation with Polyphemus wasn't just an encounter with a monstrous entity. It was a battle against hubris and the dangers of underestimating the unfamiliar. When the Cyclops asked for Odysseus' name, and he responded with nobody, it was more than just a witty retort. It held the depth of identity, the art of strategy, and the perils of reputation. Every action, every word spoken in the cave 
reflected the nature of man. When faced with unpredictability, Odysseus' cleverness saved him, but his pride, his need to proclaim his victory and name to the defeated Cyclops, showed the fine line between brilliance and ego. It is a reminder that, often, our greatest enemies are not external giants, but internal traits that cloud judgment. Switching the scene, the interaction with Aeolus and the Bag of Winds carries its own weight of teaching. The floating island, the gift of winds, symbolizes the serendipities and aids life sometimes offers, especially when one least expects them. Yet, it's not the gift, but its usage that determines the outcome. Odysseus' crew, driven by curiosity and greed, it reflects the human tendency to sabotage one's own progress due to mistrust, impatience, or sheer impulsiveness. The bag of winds didn't just contain gusts and breezes. It encapsulated trust, restraint, and the consequences of choices made in haste. In both tales, we see the dance of fate and free will, of challenges faced and lessons learned. Through Odysseus' journey, we are invited to introspect, to look beyond the waves and see the depths, to realize that every voyage, no matter how mythical, holds mirrors to our own lives and decisions. Close your eyes, letting the weight of the day melt away from your eyelids. Imagine a serene island bathed in the gentle embrace of twilight. The horizon stretches endlessly. Beneath your feet, the sand is cool and welcoming. Above you, the heavens are painted with constellations, ancient tales written in the stars. The rhythmic lull of the waves whispers stories of age, old voyages. You feel the ebb and flow of the tide, akin to the rhythm with each inhale. Draw in the calming energy of the seascape. With every exhale, release any lingering worries or stresses. Allow yourself to be anchored in this moment, present in this slice of timeless tranquility. Remember the trials and tribulations of Odysseus and recognize the parallels in your own life's journey. Both high tides and calm waters 
have shaped who you are. Every challenge faced, every storm weathered, contributes to the tapestry of your being. Now, let the gentle west wind wrap around you like a comforting shroud. Feel its reassuring touch guiding you towards inner peace. Allow this breeze to soothe your thoughts, guiding them towards positivity and hope. With every gust, feel lighter, more at ease, as if you're floating. Gradually, this wind leads you deeper into relaxation, guiding your mind towards a realm of dreams. Trust this journey knowing that the universe cradles you in its vast embrace. Here in this meditative space, find solace and rejuvenation. Ready to face a new dawn with renewed vigor and wisdom. Every decision we make, every step we take, shapes our destiny. Just as Odysseus long for the shores of Ithaca. We too have our own Ithacas to reap. Yet, as we navigate our lives, let's remember the wisdom embedded in these stories, the importance of humility, the consequences of letting curiosity overpower judgment and the significance of trust, these tales underscore the understanding that our choices echo into the future. It's our privilege to have shared this voyage with you. May these stories serve as a lighthouse, guiding you through life's tempests and leading you to serene shores. As you lay down tonight, let your mind wander to the high seas, to mythical creatures, and to lessons learned under starry skies. Let the winds of these tales fill your sails, guiding you to a peaceful slumber. Dream of lands yet to be explored. Good night, and may your dreams be filled with wondrous adventures.